Vince Vaughn and his character are just not that underdog because they're not doing anything. He's not running the <laughs> business. Is he? Like, they're not doing anything general. I mean, I don't even actually see him doing anything in the gym other than just <laughs> chatting to people. Hello and welcome to the Bad Business Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all of the business lies that you'll find hidden within your favourite TV shows and films, both past and present. Now in each episode, I'm joined by a fellow business owner to talk about my chosen TV programme or film. In this week's episode, I'm joined by copywriter extraordinaire and also newly published author, Joe Watson from A Good Write-Up. She's joined me today to talk all things bad business within the 2004 comedy classic Dodgeball. Now, if you haven't seen this film before, a rough outline of the plot is that we're told the story of two rival gym owners who battle it out through a dodgeball competition to win $50,000. Now, during our chat, Joe and I discuss how the film lies to us about what a good advert really is. We also go through how the film celebrates someone who puts literally no effort at all into their business and also how the film tries to convince us that winning a competition is and can be a good way to solve your financial problems. Now, I had a great time running through this film with Jo. As you'll discover, she's incredibly knowledgeable and also clearly loves the film Dodgeball as well, which is always a fantastic starting point for me. So I hope you enjoy listening to us talk bad business as much as I enjoyed recording it. And I will leave you now with our conversation with myself and Joe discussing Dodgeball. So Joe, thank you for um, joining me to talk about Dodgeball today. We've broken down sort of the bad advice into sort of three sort of sections. So one of them is looking at how Peter, so how Vince Ford's character actually runs his gym. So how the um, the film structures him as that underdog and someone that we should uh, sort of champion sort of on. The other one is to delve into why would you choose dodgeball or enter in a competition to solve a financial problem, um, which as an accountant brings me absolute joy. Uh, more people should do that. <laughs> but I thought probably the best one to start off with is the um, adverts, because when you when you watch the film, probably remember it starts off with uh, Ben Stiller's character doing his advert on on the gym and that sort of sets him up and going to set the tone of him making it quite clear that he's the baddie and and someone that we we sh- shouldn't like yeah and then the film ends with uh Peter so the the, the the goodie doing his advert and then I'm supposed to tell us that this is like the, the correct way to advertise your business this is the, the good sort of uh side of it Allegedly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think, I mean, there's there's quite a lot to break down with these adverts. What was your initial bit? Especially, if, I suppose if we start with like the baddie advert, what did you feel of uh, Ben Stiller's version? It's possibly the most, of the two, it's the most memorable of the adverts. And yes, I know that it's done for comic effect. So we're going to remember it because it did make us laugh. Some of the things he comes out with, including that glorious tagline of we're better than you. And we know it. <laughs> You know, it it does stick with us. But that's what you want. You do need to be memorable. 
ideally for the right reasons, but, you know, even though we're laughing at it, if we had to choose a gym to go to for the purpose of joining a gym, which, you know, for most people is to lose weight or to look good, he's got it bang on the money. He has these. <laughs> They're saying, well, you're not good enough the way you are. <laughs> but, you know, you come to me, I'm going to make sure you do get rid of all that weight. You do look as good as the people I've got flouncing around my gym in the Lycra. And, of course, there's lots of cameras zooming in on on Lycra-clad buns isn't there? <laughs> across the screen. And we do, we look at those things and, and go, I, I want that. I want to be like that. I want to, you know, it's like as if we get it through osmosis. If I go to that gym, I'll, I'll start looking like that straight away. Although Peter's is designed to be the the nice one at the end, you know, it doesn't matter if, you know, you you, you feel this way or that way. You just think, no, but that, <laughs> then run a community centre. Have a little drop-in clinic or something, but running a gym just isn't for you because no, no one goes, well, I, I don't know, this is where a load of your viewers will probably start saying <laughs> that we do, but nobody goes to the gym just to kind of like hang around and, and people... <laughs> We go to the gym because we feel terrible about ourselves, and and that's where uh, that, that's where Mr. Ben Stiller just gets it bob on, doesn't he? Yeah, because I think that's that's kind of the one thing, isn't it? Though I I touched upon it a while ago, sort of the, back there, sort of a little bit of fat phobia in the in the film, a, a smidgen of it every now and again, but it is, isn't it? It's that kind of most of the time if we're going to join a gym, it is because we want to lose weight for something. It is. I think it is, I don't know if you've had it in your sort of marketing, I think especially when you start a business, you don't want to seem to be sort of overselling or pushy. I mean, obviously some people are, but like, and it's just kind of, we do that sort of little bit like, oh, I've written this little guide. It may be helpful to you. Possibly do you want to look at it? Maybe do the, and we'll send you the PDF and then we won't follow up because we don't want to be pushy kind of thing. And I think that's what Peter's bits represents that kind of you're perfect as you are but if you would like to lose a pound and and everyone would just kind of be like nah it's a lovely thought isn't it it's but you're after results if you're paying for something a membership or a resource you you are paying for it you want a result out of it and you're not going to get a result for someone to sit there and go oh there there we love you just the way you are You're, you're absolutely fine no, I'm sure there are places for that, but again, it's it's not a gym, and that's <laughs> what the film is about, isn't it? It's about these two rival gyms, and you know, love him or hate him, you know, the whole Globo Gym thing—it's—it's it's the one that's doing <laughs> what it's set out to do. He's using himself, as you say, as the the social proof. But I mean, it's it, we want to laugh at it as an audience, but if you were looking at it purely as a consumer, well, well, bloody hell, they they do what they say they will. And uh, yeah, because yeah, nobody is going to the gym just to to think. Oh, I'm I'm already great. I'll go to the gym <laughs> to feel better. You go to the gym because you hate yourself and you'd like to turn that round just a little bit. And Ben Stiller's gonna gonna get us those results. I keep forgetting his bloody name in that film. What's his name in it? <laughs> that that's gonna be that's gonna be the thing. That I'm looking at my notes and I've called it. I just referred to him as the baddie. Like, I, I've I've gone th- I've gone through like everything just suddenly becomes really like binary. I'm like it's good business, it's bad business. You're the baddie, you're the goodie. This is this is the the numbers and math side of you, isn't it, Claire? <laughs> it is or it isn't. <laughs> but I think with with his advert, it's one of those where it's really changed how I view it since I've had my business. So it is. I, I remember like sort of watching it when it came out. You know, when I was four. Um, and then, <laughs> and and sort of being like, oh yes, this is real arrogance. This is like aggressive. 
said it starts off with like, you know, are you fed up of being overweight? Are you fed up of being um, unattractive? All that kind of stuff. And then it shows him through the gym shouting these uh, remarks at people. And then it shows him at the end. And I just remember being like, yeah, I'm on board with this. This is a this really arrogant man being aggressive and whatever. And then, but the difference is watching it now as a business owner. And I'm like, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> this is good business. Obviously not like, you know, I don't know if you ever have when you uh, you get all these emails from people sort of going, we can't find your website. You are not ranking for any key phrases. And, ones, and I occasionally get one and it will be um, like, I've had a look at your website and the design is rubbish and it's not working. And I'm really offended by that. And I'm like, how <laughs> dare Colin? And then like delete the email. So I don't think aggression and sort of uh, being negative people starts immediately but I think sometimes it's like a call to action in uh, an advert or something like that when you've got maybe that one sometimes if you were selling something to do with websites and you were like is your website not working is the call to action yeah. I'd be like you know what it is a bit crap yes and I would I'd be more likely to do it than if you're a bit like it's probably fine but would you like to tweak some of the words I'd be like probably as best as it could be actually <laughs> I kind of realise that sometimes to get me to do something, you need to be a little bit harsher. So I think I'm a bit more warmed to the uh, Ben Stiller type advert. Well, we've got to remember, though, as well, Claire, that if someone entered into your inbox and said, Claire, I've had a look at your website, it's shit. Yeah, you are <laughs> going to be offended and arrogant because it's directed at you personally. With that Globo Gym advert, he's not targeting any one person he's basically he's doing that as a generic thing so therefore the only people who could feel personally attacked are the people who probably really need to take notice of it you know they always say well if, if it gets a response out of you it's triggered you have you noticed something in yourself that you don't want to admit and in, in, in his case is it that you're hideously overweight and massively unattractive to uh, you know whichever person you want to attract to you you know, I, I kind of don't have a problem with him just going straight in there with a, you, you know, you're not good enough, we're better than you. Because, <laughs> you know, he can't control how you respond to it. It is a, a generic advert to a population. But I agree with you that when we're thinking about our businesses, I have always made a point in my marketing, and I think this is because I am a copywriter, and so I've, I've really got to be bob on with the words. I do go on the, the negative vibe with it. So rather than, say, send an email... To my list saying uh here are five ways to make your um copy more you know engaging i'm more likely to send something like here are five ways that your copy is letting you down and go on that negative streak because i think it is more intriguing it is more kind of triggering to people they think oh go on it can't hurt to go and try it can it and i think that that works with the gym advert as well you know you highlight the flaws and you think okay well maybe they are there but if you're telling me i can get rid of them then i'm, I'm fine with you pointing them out whereas peter's not highlighting anything is he? he's like yeah you, you're already fine the way you are well, well why the hell would you turn up and and to be honest his <laughs> his tactic works beautifully because he doesn't seem to want any members there. <laughs> there's only nine people in the entire gym <laughs> for the entire film <laughs> I, I mean, I suppose that kind of link moves, we're moving sort of slowly towards the second point. That, you know, so we've, we've had it quite clearly established, established who's the arrogant baddie that we shouldn't like. And mm -hmm. we are now introduced, because we don't see his advert until the end, but we're yeah. now introduced to like who we should be, you know, the underdog of yeah. this one, who we should be championing. And so we're introduced to like how he runs 
his gym, mm. I think, again, being an accountant, the first thing is when uh, the lawyer comes, because we're introduced actually to his financial troubles at the beginning, that he has his answer phone with him being uh, overdue on you know mm. films and his car doesn't work. So we're kind of like, we're already okay with somebody who's struggling financially. We're, we're given little hints of the fact that he doesn't seem concerned by any of them. So it's clearly been going on for a long time where he's just like this, returning these films is clearly optional to me. Yeah. His list of porn films and Mona Lisa smile at the end. <laughs> so we're, we're kind of introduced to this is a person who's struggling, but it doesn't seem any kind of urgency to resolve it, which immediately the accountant alarm bells are going off. Yeah. But, you know, he's a lovable little rogue. There we go. That's subjective, Claire. We'll, we'll, we'll come on to that. <laughs> so, so yeah, so he, he finally gets um, a lawyer coming in to represent a bank where he now owes uh, $50,000. Um, and it's like if he doesn't pay that by the end of the month, his mortgage will be sort of defaulted and it will be taken over by the Ben Stiller character who wants to knock it down and make it into a car park. Fair enough. I've been to many gyms in my time and parking is quite clearly on top of my list. I've left gyms because I can't park. So I'm like, fair enough, makes business sense. <laughs> and that's sort of one of the bits is that she asks him about his record keeping mm. and he opens his cupboard and he's like, it's all in there. And you know, it's got that comical bit where you open it and a couple of pieces of paper fall down. <laughs> the same way that in our house, how we tidy before a guest arrives. It's just like, kind of like, you know, have you ever done it where you push a cupboard door open and you're like, that's going to surprise me when I open that in six months' time. It's got that kind of bit. My life. <laughs> so, like that's that's how it starts off with him. So we're we're meeting this underdog, this person who we're supposed to care about, who we're going to support. Yeah, is clearly you know he's just just very chill about debt, which uh, yeah, accountant Claire is twitching. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm obviously not an accountant. I'm about as far removed from an accountant as you can get in the sense that I, I, I don't understand numbers at all. I like them. And uh, and I, I know I, I know that when they're going up, it's, you know, providing it's in the profit column, <laughs> then you, you're doing better. But why is it all red? I like red. <laughs> what always colours me? What always letters for? But I'm annoyed with it because... Well, no, two reasons. One, watching it as a business owner, you think you can't run your business owner like that because this is all stuff that he can control and he can do something about it, but he's not. And like you say, he seems remarkably chill and just, you know, not, not bothered at all. It's not like he's, you know, scratching his head, pacing around, worried, anything like that. I mean, even when they say to him, oh, you know, it's a dodgeball tournament and we can win £50,000. Even then he's like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah oh my god right you should really be grasping this this highly unlikely scenario that's unfolding you should be going for it but i i do resent the fact in, in the main point that that he's an underdog and of course the full title of, of dodgeball is a true underdog story isn't it and and i don't like that because for me an underdog is someone um or something that is trying just as hard if not harder than maybe the competitor's or the, their peers or the other people in their field, but they're just not getting a, either the, you know, the brakes aren't going their way or they're met with, you know, challenges that are just, you know, plain unfortunate uh, or they've they've had certain barriers to try and access things or, you know, things that they've had to overcome, but they're still working 
as hard, if not harder, and therefore you want them to rise to the ranks above the, the bigger name or the more established brand or whatever. So that's an underdog for me. And Vince Vaughn and his character are just not that underdog because they're not doing anything. He's not running the business. <laughs> Is he? They're not doing anything generally. I mean, I don't even actually see him doing anything in the gym other than just <laughs> chatting to people. <laughs> Literally nothing. Just there's absolutely nothing. Yeah, so it's not even like you can say, oh, they work hard. They're just shit with money. And that's the thing, Claire, you'll see that a lot in your line of work where people have got a fantastic business idea, a wonderful client base, a great idea. You know, they're, they're absolutely brilliant at what they do, but they haven't got the grasp of the financials. Or, you know, they're letting things run away from them. And that that's where people like you are just brilliant because you go in and you sort that and you handle it for them. But he's got neither. <laughs> he's, he's fucked on both counts, isn't he? And, and he doesn't care. So if he doesn't care about himself and his business, why should I champion him as a bloody underdog? I think one of the ways that they try and make us warm to him is the fact that he does listen to his his clients and they talk about their problems and stuff and we have uh, the pirate Steve I think his name <laughs> I hate to think that's the only character's name I remember uh, you know, and and then he's sort of like oh I, I haven't got the money this month and you know Peter's like that's fine just whenever and we're supposed to be like that's really good and I'm sure I'm sure you've had I mean Generally, when someone starts a business, my initial business advice, and this is going to sound horrific, so I might have to have this edited out, <laughs> is to do one job where you undercharge because nothing makes you as angry as doing something for like minimum wage. So if you've got that, if you've had that anger of like I'm being taken advantage of here, I'm yeah. working, I'm whatever, you don't do it in sort of the future. But it's kind of marketed in this one of like, oh, and he's he really good because he's to send people. You know what? just pay me when you can. And you're like, yeah, that, that's why when you compare the advert we see at the beginning to his gym, that Global Gym's got all of the state of our, our equipment. I mean, he's even got a cos- cosmetic surgery bit on it as well. And then and then he's there with like some rickety treadmill or something in the background. And like, it looks like an old gymnasium that you're like, that's probably dirty. I wouldn't go to the toilet there. And, and that kind of stuff. But it's like, but he's nice because Ben still is arrogant in it and but but he'll he'll let you pay when you can and you're like oh. yeah that's why because that's why he's now got someone threatening to take his gym away because he's, he's it's a hobby again I suppose it is when especially if you work in a creative industry it's like because it's your business you should love doing it and you're like do kind of need to still be paid though and I think I think these kind of films really sort of do that like if you love it you should be able to do it for free and that's what makes him a good person yeah and it's, again, a lovely theory, isn't it? But then that's a very Hollywood approach to everything to do with, with work, I find. It's a it, it's a really common theme in Hollywood films where someone's got, like, this high-powered job and at the end they just go, oh, I quit. And they're like, why? <laughs> oh, I just, I just don't love it. I just want to try my hand at being an opera singer. Yeah. And everyone's like, well done you. <laughs> It is this whole thing about you know, if you just if you don't love it, leave it, and if you do love it, you know, just go for it. And you think, you know, even if it means getting no money, you think no, that is not business. That's a way of life. That's a lifestyle. Business is about getting bloody paid <laughs> yeah. for what you do, and ideally getting paid well, so you don't resent it. Yeah, and I and I was to say, I suppose that leads into the the final point. I know we're sort of saying with just that kind of like 
I'm going to do a sports competition to win a, uh, you know, <laughs> solve my money problems. And I think I remember saying to you when we were talking before this started, me being the, the again, me being the accountant, it's going to become like my catchphrase, me being the accountant, me being the accountant. I do accountants. Everyone's like, well, what does Claire do? I'm like, wow, <laughs> I'm an accountant. Um, is that when they're going through his finances, uh, the, the lawyer's just like, and you haven't collected any memberships for 13 months. And you're like, what the hell's gone on? So how has he just generated no money at all? And my first bit was when they were like, you now owe $50,000 was just debt collect then. <laughs> like surely that's, like, surely the, mem- the six members you've got, like they must owe you a large part of that 50000 Well, you'd think more because you'd hope he was in a profit making situation. You, you would hope. Yes. So, so my version of dodgeball would be like an arrogant uh, advert, followed by him getting visited, and then the remains of Phil, him just phoning round. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the just end. Calling into a debt ball. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, he set up go cardless to collect recurring payments, and we're like, oh, that's great. Everyone else is bored. I'm there weeping. As I know, you're it's just pure joy, isn't it? You do, Yeah, you don't know if you're crying out as sadness or happiness. It's just all emotion. Yeah. <laughs> Me and all the other my accountancy friends stood up, round of applause. It's just well like... <laughs> Where the hell is this film in the list for the Oscars? <laughs> it, it would be, but that, that's the thing with most films, isn't it? If like, one thing was slightly changed, then you <laughs> the film. And it's usually the most annoying thing it's like breaking bad like breaking bad one of the most successful and wonderfully engaging pieces of tv ever it ran for like what nine seasons wherever it was the whole thing could have been avoided if you just got health insurance <laughs> and it's like, but then you know what that that isn't what gets you the emmys so <laughs> So it's about uh, it's about that entertainment, isn't it? But no, I completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Round up your six members, Peter. Let's shake them down for the yeah thirteen months of membership each, and this will probably make quite a significant dent. Yeah. And, and as you said, like he shows no interest in engaging the concert. It's just like, oh, we owe this amount of money. Should we just have a beer and uh, celebrate the good times? And we're like, the end. But where's he getting his money from as as well, though? Um, and this is like one of the other things I don't bloody like about him. Uh, we find out at the start when Peter visits Globo Gym that he's paid for, like, strippers to turn up at the gym's first birthday party. And he's, he, he, you know, and you say, well, where, are you getting, where are you getting the cash from for that? If you spent as much time, money and effort on your own business as you did on trying to sabotage your competitors, you'd probably be quite successful. <laughs> and that's their first hint, isn't it? Or, or is it like their only hint? I'm just trying to think in the film of like, this is an ongoing battle between yeah. these two. It's not like just some random corporates moved in and then like, we're going to knock you down. It's an ongoing thing where, as far as we're aware, Globo Gym has done nothing towards this sort of underdog of a gym they just happen to have moved into the same neighborhood yet he's been there like yeah sending things spending all his money his energy on this time of like like no wonder he wants to knock it down and make it into a car park he probably just wants the man to bugger off and leave him alone to be honest yeah just 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 get get out of my way but i mean going back to what you said before like oh i've left gyms because i couldn't You liar! People need gyms because they can't be ba- can't be asked going, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine was. I had to. You'd have to. Dr- I'd have to drive around for ages, and I thought I'm not here to spend half an hour trying to find a car park and then walk to the gym. Like, 
These people are having a laugh. <laughs> it's like I want to do minimal exercise before I get to that gym. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm a busy woman. I've got, I've got to fit in. <laughs> I don't have time to walk to the gym, do something at the gym, and then walk home again. I just say. Because I, like, I thought this winning a competition thing was quite a common storyline. I said, I've only managed to think of another two films. But I was like, there must be loads. Yeah, I, I could only come up with uh, Pick a Destiny and Step Up 3D. <laughs> All the classics. I'm more, I'm more impressed. Like, I can't remember the name of Ben Stiller's character, but I'm like, Step Up 3D. <laughs> <laughs> Even the people who were in Step Up 3D don't remember it. <laughs> They're like, we'll ignore this one. Right, yeah, was it? Was it really 3D though? I can't believe we're all there with our glasses on. Was it really a film? <laughs> <laughs> I just made it up. But I think what I um, what I sort of always like about this, and I think this one was actually sort of mocked in uh, Will and Grace, because I'm using all the modern references now, and I'm really down with the kids <laughs> in Will and Grace. And I think it was like the revamped series. Not that it makes any difference. I've got in my notes this sixth episode of the seventh series. So, you know, if you want to go and uh, check this one out. I am, I will. It was actually linked to gyms as well in some kind of irony. It's like they knew. <laughs> they were waiting. This will, this will be interested in 10 years' time. So there's a, a bookshop that apparently Will and Jack used to go to and it's important in the LGBT community and all that okay. kind of stuff. But a gym wants to uh, take over the bookshop and it, it doesn't have the rent. So it's like, if it can't pay the rent, the bookshop's got to close and the gym's going to move in. So Will and Jack are like, well, we're going to do a fundraiser because this is this bookshop's important. We can't have it as a gym. They do this really big fundraiser. They raise the money and they're like, excellent. We're the heroes. Where's our applause? And the, the owner of the bookshop goes, great. I'll see you next month then. And they're all like, what? And he goes, because I'm going to need to do the same next month for the uh -oh. rent. And they're basically like, fuck it. And it's a gym. <laughs> and that's my kind of my kind of bit with with these these ones like if i have problems in my business the fact that i would just be like you know what ballet i'm just going to enter put all my energy into like a ballet which is only going to solve my financial problems today <laughs> how many might you do i am serious <laughs> because also if, he's, if he can't run the business to get into that financial difficulty he's going to be in that financial difficulty afterwards it just seems yeah. like a really bizarre thing to be like. <laughs> especially when they talk about it like he actually gets a coach in to help them do the dodgeball. Like they, they go to the competitions. Like it's just like you've invested more effort into this one competition to solve this. Obviously, it's a very big problem, but it's a very like of the moment problem. <laughs> than we've seen you apply into any of your business up to this point. Like I just is to me, it's just I'm like just phone the customers and get them to pay you. And then they even start by going car wash. And at the end, they go, it's cost us more money to do the car wash than it did for us to do. And just like, surely there's something to do at the gym. Just do like a, an offer or something. Like just like, what, what, what people pay? Yeah. Yeah, just like, you know, just maybe a gym that's not, you know, free for all. You know, exactly. it's kind of yeah, uh, lonely. Everyone has to fucking pay what they but, I mean, you do see it. I, I was like, you do see it. Like, it's like, like a general thing. We've got all of these, like, business, like, all these people at sports dance competitions go, oh, God, here's the mechanics again. Try to, like, you know, like, the thought turning up to do these things. But, like, you do see it sometimes where you have a business owner, for some reason they've lost, a, you know, a bit of work, whether it is, you know, 
just general lost clients for some reason, a global mm. pandemic or something. And it's like, I need to make the money immediately. And it's it's odd sometimes how people don't go, actually, I'm quite good at what I do and my skill. What can my business do quickly? Yeah. And they sort of turn to this, like, I must do something really wacky. What extra services can I do? And that's why you end up sometimes, is it like, I, I, I'm starting to think that my brain's like just dropped out my ear. It's like, you can think of no examples of this, Claire. But you probably have in copywriting where someone's like, well, I do social media. I need to earn a bit of money. I'll write some blogs. And it's just like, why are you tagging on these like really random services? So we don't see people enter like, you know, so like me just going, I'm going to do ballet. And it, or like, you know, you go, you know what? Go-karting is the way to save this. But we do see people going like, I must, I must buy more products from my shop or I must do something really random to try and... Uh, and that's the thing you'd, you'd kind of expect people to to be a little bit right. I'm going to start, you know, plugging the holes here and, and being a bit frantic with things. But yeah, to to tag on something entirely new and different, it is it is absolutely ludicrous. Someone I work with closely in business, she does um, business strategy, and particularly she talks about uh, making more money out of your existing business. But the thing is that the phrase that goes with it is passive income. And it's it's a bit of an icky phrase because I think when people hear the phrase passive income, like something we can get on the side, it's something different. So like as soon as I hear it, I think someone's going to start flogging me body shop. (laughs) You're like, that's an Etsy store. It's exactly. Yeah, of course it is. But, But what she does is about, no, it's not about you having to go away and be good at something else or to add something into your business. It's about what's already going on in your business. Can we channel it down a different route? Can we productize it? so that you can package something up and sell it on without you having to to do anything more. There might be a little bit of work you've got to put in, but it's about taking what you already do, like you said, what you're already good at, what your skill set is. It's it's completely the opposite of going, I know, let's all upskill in this sport we've never heard <laughs> of. Let's travel to Vegas, one of the most expensive places to visit on God's green earth, and uh, and, and let's see if we can, we can win this tournament. <laughs> Think about who they play all the other teams and you know the way you said oh god here are the mechanics again (laughs) if you turned up at a tournament think of all the teams that they play they're all failed businesses aren't they so they've all had the same idea it's like (laughs) lumberjacks like well why is lumberjacks put into it and i I start thinking well is is there some lumberjack business and they've got (laughs) fifty thousand pounds in debt these trees won't chop down themselves Let's go play dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, so it's either like a, a collection of failed businesses and all, all the actual dodgeball players are like, we ain't going. We're not <laughs> doing this. Even yeah. though you'd think it'd be easy money because they're just like, <laughs> there's just a load of accountants rocking up in S&M type outfits to win something. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's either sort of like that or it's that sort of concept that I would go, oh, you know what, I'm like, my, my business is struggling for some reason. I need to, you know, what I used to do football and be like looking at it and going, you know what? In a week, I reckon I could beat Man City. Just like <laughs> blindfolded, as in the films. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking that's that's another bit I always take when they always got to do something really wacky at the end. So it's like, why would you blindfold it? It brings nothing to the game. This is always a very precarious that you're only going to solve your problem if you win. Yeah. It's the only bit. There's no second runner-up prize, and as you said, like they've paid for. I can't even remember how many is on the team, like nine people to go to Las Vegas. They're there for a week. None of them seem to be working during this period. They've got a coach. The coach dies whilst they're away. So there's probably some kind of like healthcare funeral costs going on. 
and whatever. Like, they must be about 50,000 that they need. So that's probably at the end where you just that really random gambling thing at the end, which to me just sounds like they've got to the end of the film and they're like, we, we genuinely don't know how to like end this. Yeah, we, we don't know where we've been going with this. No, it's like it's like they've been really good and then someone's gone, we're going to have to wrap it up now. And they've gone, ah, shit. Um, he like, gambles on something and then he wins loads of money. Whatever, like, that'll do. 10, 10 seconds at the end like just don't you love that though it's like you know it's not even like he can say he's learned a lesson about money in business <laughs> his final act is to gamble a hundred thousand pounds on something that's really not no, we, could, we could literally have dodgeball too i can't remember if there was a dodgeball too but like you could literally have dodgeball and just be watching it and going this is exactly the same as dodgeball one <laughs> <laughs> Like American Pie, where we have like about fifteen of them, but like <laughs> instead of like it being a different film of slightly lesser in quality, she has the same one because right, he never learns, never exactly. learns. He never le- that that'd be the tagline for it. Dodgeball too. He never learns <laughs> with the top. I respect it more if it was that, but I, I do resent it being called an underdog story it is not yeah. it is not he's a total fucking waste of space so <laughs> i appreciate that's a bit more difficult to get onto a film poster <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no i've just i've got no 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 sympathy for him i'm not rooting for him when i used to watch it i was like oh this is a really funny film it's like yeah this is arrogant jim but and you know you kind of recognize yourself as that small independent business owner it's like oh, it's really hard isn't it you know and Obviously, you accept that the sports things just film uh, or whatever. You're like, oh, and he gets, he wins at the end. The good guy wins. That's that kind of Hollywood fairy tale yeah. bit. And yeah, and then I, I watch it now with like, you know, having run my own business for like eight years or whatever. And I'm just like, this is awful. <laughs> like, I would, like, I, I really want it to be that in this podcast, we have certain things where we're like, I, I would love to be like, okay, this is all the bad stuff. Let's end on a really positive note and go, this is good business. And all I would say is go on Disney Plus, watch the advert at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's going to be probably one of the best, you know, marketing templates that you're going to get. And then the rest of it is just like someone who's rubbish at business, who's got no interest in learning. As you said, it's just a series of events that he somehow ends up winning. And it's probably one of those like, because um, I'm watching quite a few business things for for this podcast and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I was watching, um, I think I was, I was watching <laughs> like a fever dream, um, like Mer- <laughs> Mary Porter's Queen of Shops and she, oh, where yeah. she goes in and does all that. So obviously that's another podcast for another day. Awesome. But nearly all of the businesses that she helped close down, I've gone through like as many series as I can. I've only found two that are still in business. Really? That's kind of the reality is, oh. is if you are not good at business, I'm giving away another episode now. Someone's going to be watching <laughs> it and going, we already know this. We've watched, do- listened to Dodgeball. Whatever, Claire. If you're not good at business and you don't learn, it doesn't matter what business we put you in next, you're still not going to be good at business. Exactly, you're going to bollocks it up. Yeah. In the same way that, you know, when with this uh, chat with Global Gym, and we then see him at the end and he's really put the weight back on and we're supposed to be like, oh, you're fat, you're a failure, because obviously it's 2004. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The, the reality is he could probably do whatever business he wants. He could probably, you know, he could probably just open another Global Gym. Like, why did he, if you're good at business, sometimes you're good at business. And if you're bad at business, sometimes you're just bad at business. It's a yeah. skill and you need to be interested and you need to learn. And that is all boring because we all we all have that one thing. Like I always say that 
I'm convinced I've got hidden talent. I just haven't found it yet. And I'm one of those people, you know, when like, you know, when you're younger and your friends are like, oh, we're going to go roller skating. And in my head, I'm like, never been roller skating before. Maybe this is my thing. And then you go and with about three seconds, you're like, it is not my thing. It's not my thing from your, your hospital bed, <laughs> collapsed lung and two broken legs. No, this wasn't my thing. But, but it's like, you know, for some people, it's not. And for some people, you do need to be a, 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 an employee. Obviously, you could be a great employee or whatever kind of stuff. But like, yeah. he's not showing any skills in running a business. And he's not showing any interest in learning any skills of running his business. So it doesn't matter how much he won on his like random gambling at the last three seconds of the film. That that gym is always going to fail. Yeah. Because he'll never be able to generate any money from it. And if you can't collect membership fees when you've got debt collectors phoning you, you're not going to collect them when you've got like a million quid sat in the bank. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> yeah, but you're not, you're not going to learn. There's no motivation for you to learn. Um, maybe the, the one positive thing about it is that he's, He's got the the accountant on his side now. Um, her and her girlfriend, yeah. Her and her, and her girlfriend, who's <laughs> sharing her, yeah. Um, but God, that's a whole other podcast. That isn't it? <laughs> maybe the lesson is where you know you surround yourself with with people who can do the things you can't. But then then I say surround. There's only her. <laughs> <laughs> the, the others, Christ Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> they're lovely lovely people but i don't i don't want them you know helping me make my business decisions and because because if they were that good at anything that have helped them before now maybe just by paying their membership <laughs> but it's there's probably something in you know yeah getting people who who are good at the stuff that uh, that you can't do or don't want to do as is most possibly the case for them so i suppose we should end with uh with me putting my professional hat back on and Go sort on. of say um if anyone's listened to this and they go, we we really like Joe, we'd like to contact Joe. Do you want to say how people, where people can find you and how they can contact you? Oh God, I'd love them all to go to my website, which is agoodwriteup.com because all of my my so all of my socials, I'm only on one. I'm only on <laughs> all um, one of them. <laughs> all one of them. I only need one. I'm making a bad enough job of that. I don't need to to spread the net wider. Um, but no, if they go to my website, agoodwriteup.com. They can contact me through there. They can see a bit about what I do, how I do it, and who I tend to work with. Um, yeah, they can follow me on LinkedIn if they want. If they search for Joe Watson, I'm the one with the pretentious letters after my name. Uh, I earned them. I'm keeping them. And yeah, I do have a, a book coming out very, very soon. Thank you ever so much for uh, for for coming on and sort of oh. talking about uh, talking about dodgeball. I feel like uh, I feel like people have come away. And they've gone, we've learned something today. I think feel enriched. I do. And I just want to thank you, Claire, not only for inviting me to be on the podcast, but for choosing such a highbrow film. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, that's, that's, been, that's been great. Thank you. Thank you so much.